Ladies and gentlemen, from All Seasons Studio 306 in Midlothian, Virginia, it's The Undiluted Truth with Mike and Ben. Today's episode is Truth and Consensus. Yeah. Do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. Our podcast email is theundilutedtruth.podcast at gmail.com. I think most of these people are just acting. Yeah. Yes. Roger that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Undiluted Truth. My name is Ben, and let's welcome in our host, Mike. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing very well, Ben. Wonderful. Yeah, you? I'm doing wonderful, and it's getting better. Yeah, it's getting better. We need to get that that little clip, uh, you know, the little sound bite. uh, That would be the Beatles, I think. It's getting better all the time. Mm. That song. Okay. Yeah, that would be perfect, but uh, no... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Undiluted Truth. And uh, rock tumblers, truth seekers, we are here to do just that again. And today, this topic, truth and consensus, it's, it's interesting. But when, when I was listening to a couple of these clips uh, where we're going to be gathering this information from, which is primarily going to be the high wire, I think exclusively, but a, different, a couple of different interviews... But uh, I was thinking this a part of this interview mm-hmm. and the subject title has not been discussed, I think, enough in a while. And it okay. just struck me, uh, the truth part, and of course, you know, we, the name of our podcast is The Undiluted Truth. Right. And I think when we, we began, we sort of dissected that a little bit and, and how we gather information and so forth. This really struck me because we are going to be primarily, other than Del Big Tree, we're gonna we're going to be getting this one clip from a Dr. Joseph uh, Latipo. He is the head of uh, the, the head of that. I guess it would be the health department in Florida. I don't okay. know what his official title, but but I think that's close enough right now for for the proverbial government work. And then there's a gentleman that is a. Uh, I, I believe. I mean, I know he's a physicist, but I think uh, more specifically, he's a astrophysicist, and his name is Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he's he's, he's fairly popular because he, he he for some time now he's sort of come across on on the what we call hot topic of the pandemic and all of the changes that we went through, you know, and, and we don't need to belabor any of it, but, you know, everything that we went through and are still sort of trying to hang on to in, in some ways. Right. Uh, he's always come across to be very fair-minded and uh, really a, 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 a he would be a probably a top-tier chosen moderator if there was a debate on either side yeah. of of the said topic. So okay, uh, so but the things that are talked about in this just caused me to think a bit, and um, it it sort of struck me. Hey, you know, we 
they really have some interesting thoughts and ideas around how mankind works, how uh, things of nature work, how the mind works. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, and and it it just struck me. We need to talk a bit about this. So, uh, I, I I want to begin with a little bit of let's call it armchair quarterbacking or looking through the rearview mirror. You know, we there were things that were were brought out from the very beginning on what. What's been going on in the in the health world and so forth, and now w- there are some things being brought out to where, hey, didn't we say these things would happen? Didn't, uh, 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 or, or yeah, wasn't this probably better? Wasn't this pre not pre well yeah predicted? I guess if you want to say a scientist or a doctor said you know if we do this, this will happen. So sort of a prediction, and now we're seeing so many things that have come to pass, but uh, there was one one gentleman that was really raked over to coals here not too long ago, and that was Dr. Joseph Latipo. So... What we're gonna what we're going to hear now is he got himself in in, in a bit of hot water by stating some things, okay. uh, and basi- right. basically basically uh, what he was saying was that children of a certain age need not get the vaccine. Oh boy! And, oh, and no. you would have thought he was uh, enemy number one. That's right. So uh, now let's just listen. What you're going to hear uh, next is a clip of the media. Uh, pundits just responding to this terrible person mm. that would say such a thing. So, All right. are we ready to go, Ben? Yes, sir. Okay, here we go. Surgeon General Joseph Latipo recommended against giving the COVID vaccine to healthy children, the first recommendation of its kind in the country. The guidance from the state says healthy kids ages 5 to 17 may not benefit from the vaccine and warns 16 to 17-year-olds the risk of myocarditis due to the COVID-19 vaccines may outweigh the benefits. It's deeply disturbing that there are politicians peddling conspiracy theories out there and casting doubt on vaccinations when it is our best tool against the virus and the best tool to prevent even teenagers from being hospitalized. Centers for Disease Control and the U.S. Food and Drug Administration called some of Dr. Joseph Latipo's claims, quote, incorrect, misleading, and could be harmful to the American public. Young children, thankfully, are at lower risk of bad outcomes than older uh, in Americans. But that does not mean no risk. And in fact, what we've seen is that COVID has been much more dangerous and deadly than the flu. FDA and CDC leaders told Dr. Mm. Latipo, quote, it is the job of public health officials to protect the lives of the populations they serve, particularly the vulnerable. Fueling vaccine hesitancy undermines this effort. That was a very surprising, unexpected announcement. I don't know what's in his mind. It's truly frightening. (laughs) Well, so there you have it, the... Uh, the pundits who were just wow. lamb, lambasting uh, this gentleman. So he's he's getting ready to come on, and they they will be talking about this a bit. But well, I just wanted to jump in. I, I'm sorry. This lady, <laughs> the first lady you heard, that's like, you know, saying that I don't know why he's, you know, this conspiracy theorist and blah. blah. Well, where is your proof that? versus an unvaxxed versus a vaxxed that in children these ages that your vaccine actually helped 
Where, where's your facts? Yeah. They, we've been over this before. Yeah. They never show true facts. No, and and we they just spew out this crud. Yeah. That everybody's supposed to follow because it came from quote the CDC or some higher up crap right. that and they're supposedly yeah. they know what they're talking about. Well, let's keep let's keep in mind and, and of course you and I know this, but uh, the the media mm. uh, uh, sorry personalities are Plenty looking for a headline. Yeah, yeah, and that's basically and, it. So they're going to leave well, out. They, they're going to they're going to form it and frame it. To where it gets attention, but the problem with this, Ben, and you know as well as I do, and they've already been prepped. They've already been prepped with anybody that goes against this is a conspiracy. This is what we, yeah, it isn't. Doesn't that sort of fit the mold? You know, if you say it enough, enough, enough. If you say it enough times, then it becomes truth. Well, see, I, I would rephrase that. I would say it becomes someone's reality. Well, I, I wouldn't say it becomes no. It becomes true, yeah, true. But but well, to some se. to some that reality that you're speaking of is truth. They think it is. Yeah. Yes, I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So their reality. I mean, it could be. I mean, we could say, boy, that's a crazy reality, but it's not true. Right. You know. Yeah. Uh, right. And so th- right. Th- there are times that I go, "Is this real? Is this yeah, really I mean, real? Is, am I really?" Am I witnessing this actually? So, because I never thought that I was like the smartest guy east of the Mississippi, you know. But there's there's some days I'm going, is anybody listening to what these people are saying or expecting us to believe? And and right. and then you go about your day and you have conversations with people and they go, they're buying this hook, line, and sinker. But yeah. now, now let's all right. So, so now we we heard what uh, we were with this doc doctor said, and he is not just saying words. He actually has, believe it or not, a little bit of evidence. So mm. uh, let's pick okay. up on the uh, Dell's going to welcome him on to the high wire. So, uh, without any further ado, here we go. An amazing turn of events. The World Health Organization has just changed its determination on the need for vaccination, the COVID vaccine when it comes to children. SAGE updates COVID-19 vaccination guidelines. SAGE is the strategic advisory group of experts for the WHO. Uh, This headline explains it all, basically saying... CD, uh, COVID vaccines are not needed for healthy kids and teens, says World Health Organization. Uh, Dr. Joseph Latipo tweeted out about this. This is what he had to say about it. Under my leadership at, at Healthy Florida has been telling parents this since March of last year. Why did the CDC yes. and so many doctors try to convince you otherwise? No wonder there's so much distrust of public health officials right now. It is my honor and pleasure to be joined by the author of Transcend Fear, Surgeon General of Florida, Dr. Joseph Latipo. Thank you for joining me. Okay, so he's a Surgeon General of Florida, and and, and that was... April the third, when he when he made that little, oh, all right, that little tweet Very back cool. in that that comment. So this is just you know a week or so ago. Well, I will say Come one on. thing: it is rather stunning to hear that statement that comes from the WHO. Yeah, the the World Health Organization. Yeah, because <laughs> that doesn't seem like a statement that would be coming that from we've the been hearing. Right but then it, it yeah. causes us to go, okay, what are they setting us up for? There you go. Yeah, yeah, See, so. coming from them, I'd wonder. Uh-huh. I mean, 
But yeah. I have heard him because I've watched a few things from Florida before, and I right. have heard him when he first was hired on mm-hmm. by DeSantis. I, I've heard him talk about a few things that were on his mind back then when he first took office. And so, yeah, it was in line with basically this type of thing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So we're going to we're gonna just pick it back up right here. So here we go. Um, always a pleasure, though. You know, you always have a brilliant smile. And you carry yourself with such beautiful candor. It must be easier on days like this when you get to have a bit of what I told you so. So I'm going to give you this opportunity. First of all, I'm sure you're aware of what the WHO has said. So what are the details of that? What, what is it exactly the WHO is now sort of making as a recommendation to the world regarding this COVID vaccine in children? Thanks, Del. They are they are carefully trying to trying to dance on this tightrope of saying what the truth is without actually saying it. Okay. Whoa. Go, go figure. The truth is well, how can we say what it is without saying it? Yes. How can we frame this? How can we redefine it? How can we, as we said before, make mold frame? Yeah, I mean, so 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 Doctor uh, Eladipo sort of sets this up, and and ladies and gentlemen, this is the thing that we're talking about here. So we just had a, a a litany of people, you know, slamming him for this, you know, for his comments, and then a year or so later, now some of these people, well, most of, I think all of the ones, I don't, well, no, there was there was at least two doctors in there. So now the WHO is basically parroting what he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you go, well, what, what is true? What is the truth? Who should we believe? How do we get to the bottom of things now? How can we believe what people are saying? How can we, where's, where's the trust? Do we have any trust in, in our health uh, uh, departments and in, in the healthcare system? So this is really where I want to sort of center this topic, but we're going to continue here through this interview. This is very powerful because there's some really good information that uh, he shares uh, as as we go through. So here we go. The truth is children, healthy children, healthy young people shouldn't receive this, these mRNA COVID-19 vaccines because the benefits are outweighed by the risk. I mean, it's it's unequivocal. There's just, at this point in the pandemic, there's not even any question about that. But instead of saying that outright, they use the excuse of other vaccines being more important and it's up to nations to decide for themselves. But, you know, they we, we're not saying you should do it. You can still do it if you want, you know, if you want, for example, to, to harm the the young people in your country but that's i mean we they're saying what we said you know over, about a year ago yeah. and it's it's based on the data and that was the truth then it's the truth now it's what the else truth does that say? And, and when we when we look at this recommendation now, and as you've pointed out, and we obviously have reported on the high wire throughout time, uh, there are real issues with this vaccine, known issues that have been before the CDC, been before the FDA, issues of myocarditis, pericarditis, blood clots, all of these things, but especially in, in and, and you've done, you know, just to sort of recap, you really looked at this in your own population 
Uh, just remind us sort of in your investigation, you know, looking at your population, the data coming in, what is really the high risk group uh, in your determination when it comes to this vaccine? Because it is it, there is a higher risk for certain individuals and demographics, is there not? Yeah, yeah, there is. And I, I, I think, honestly, the the risks with this vaccine and the unknowns are so broad that it, it's really unclear to me that anyone should be receiving them at this point in the mm. pandemic. Mm. But if you want to hone in on specific risks, there are risks with myocarditis and cardiac issues in general, and they really do seem to be concentrated in young people, young men and boys more than women, but they're present in women too. Okay. We've done an analysis here of data in Florida, of, of a public health surveillance study, and we found somewhere around an 80% increased risk of cardiac death for young, for, for, for young men. Okay, don't, don't wanna gloss over that. Based on their study, about an 80% increase of damage done to the heart. Right. I of, mean, an of increase. the chance that you could die uh, from cardiac, yeah. Yeah, and that's young men. So let's continue. But, I mean, I don't want to just let these – and these aren't just pulled out of the air. The, these are actual studies that they've, they've done in Florida. Yeah. So it's a, it's a – it's – Young men dying from you know, their heart suddenly stopping, it's very uncommon, fortunately, but it doesn't make it okay to increase that risk substantially. And just a few weeks ago, a new study came out of, in a journal, Nature Communication, so a very good journal, that did a similar, not quite the same, but similar analysis of people and young people in England. Mm -hmm. And they actually found a 70% increased risk wow. that was just barely not statistically significant. Just barely. I mean, just the confidence Got intervals it. just crossed what? over one. But it was a 70% increased risk in young boys and men right. of cardiac death. So, it, I mean, you know, eventually, you know, God help us, hopefully they'll acknowledge it. But it is absolutely real. And it makes it just not only senseless, but malicious to be giving these mRNA COVID-19 vaccines to young men and boys at this point in the pandemic. I think there's a couple of things that he said right there. Uh, first, of, first of all, it's, it's a risk, a 70% risk of mm -hmm. some serious damage or even death, some serious problems, 70%. Right. So it increases that. And then he says, this is real. I, I like that terminology. He's, you know, we can say it's truth, but the bottom line is this is this is real. It's not made up. It's not. There's no agenda behind it. It is 100% real. So my question would be: I wonder how many of these kids, these young men, let's, let's say that, uh, these young people, have actually been told that. Uh, by the way, we just did a study. And it's a 70% chance that you could have a serious problem with your heart if you get this vaccine. Mm -hmm. uh, I think by not doing that, you are committing uh, uh, basically, uh, I guess, personal care fraud. Well, uh, I mean, it, I mean, uh -huh. you, you're going, but, but again, well, it comes doctors, back to full disclosure, like con, uh, what, it, what is the term? Like, 
the well, consen- it's informed the cons- consent. Yeah, it's informed, informed consent. Informed consent. Yeah, it comes back to that, yeah. in my opinion. And but, then, it, and then that you know, it, it also lines up with the Hippocratic Oath. I mean, if you're you know, that it's it's more like medical fraud, but I mean, it's 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 within the care uh, yeah. portion of it because you know, heck, anymore they're going to they're they're, they're giving these shots at a drugstore, you know, a pharmacy or right. whatever. Yeah. So you know, with with that in mind, uh, it, it, you know, you like. Well, my goodness, uh, does this person know? I mean, it could be a young man, young woman that's working there and hands you a piece of paper that says, you know, uh, here you go. This is your uh, your informed consent. Mm-hmm. And and what's on it? Is anything on it? Uh, so anyway, let's uh, let's continue on here and we'll uh, we'll see what uh, we'll see what's coming next. Senseless, but malicious to be giving these mRNA COVID-19 vaccines to young men and boys at this point in the pandemic. It's, it's, it's crazy, but it's worse than that because now there's data that shows that it's, that it's, I mean, it's not some benign procedure. One of the things that we do here at our nonprofit Informed Consent Action Network is we will bring FOIA requests to CDC and FDA, but we will also write letters and ask questions. And why are are you looking at this data? Are you seeing what we're seeing? We want a response to what's going on. Um, You know, we have the power that we do as a nonprofit, but I think even more powerful is as Surgeon General of Florida, you recently sent a letter uh, to the CDC uh, demanding some answers uh, about what, you know, are you looking at what we're looking at? This is just an excerpt. It's a great letter. People can, we'll have it in, um, if you're uh, one of our newsletter members, you can read it. But according to a recent study, mRNA COVID-19 vaccines were associated with an excess risk of serious adverse events, including coagulation disorders, acute cardiac injuries, Bell's palsy, encephalitis, to name a few. This risk was one in 550, much higher than other vaccines. To claim these vaccines are safe and effective while minimizing and disregarding the adverse events is unconscionable. Mm-hmm. You go on to finish this letter uh, by saying, as a father physician, and Surgeon General for the state of Florida, I request that your agencies promote transparency in healthcare professionals to accurately communicate the risks of these vaccines that these vaccines pose. I request that you work to protect the rights and liberties that we are endowed with, not restrict and diminish them. Uh, very powerful words. They responded with a very, very long um, you know, set of tropes, I would say, that we're used to, but just to get a sense of what they said, yeah. this is an excerpt. The claims that the increase of VAERS, that's the vaccine events reporting system, reports of life-threatening conditions reported from Florida and elsewhere represents an increase of risk caused by the COVID-19 vaccines is incorrect, misleading, and could be harmful to the American people. They go on to say a lot of different things and why we shouldn't trust the VAERS numbers, which is one of the only capture systems we have. As you and I both know absolutely off the charts reports of death reports of pericarditis myocarditis you know you name it anaphylaxis i think oh, these yeah. are the recent numbers we now have for this vaccine alone 34,576 reports of deaths after vaccination 193,000 hospitalizations 147,000 urgent care, 226,000 doctor office visits, 10,000 anaphylaxis cases, 16,000 Bell's palsy. They go out of the way to say that just because these reports come in doesn't mean they've been verified and caused by the vaccine. But I think it is disingenuous for them to say that there is not a red flag here when it is absolutely 
far and above in numbers, you know, so much bigger than all of the vaccines, all of the reports that have ever happened since the beginning of VAERS until COVID. This one vaccine is, is uh, you know, the Mount Everest above all of that. Look at this is what it looks like when you look at, uh, I believe this is deaths. Look at the deaths. This is the deaths reported to VAERS. And then 2021 and 22, that's what happens with this vaccine. To say that, you know, you're incorrect to point out a problem. It's, it's, it's insanity. I mean, how, how <laughs> is it that our public officials, in the face of the WHO, in all the science that is, you know, a tidal wave now against this vaccine, you know, you work in, 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 in public health sciences. What type of person is still standing their ground here? Well... There's not many standing the ground, as as we very well know, but there's there's enough. Well, but you're not hearing. Well, I think uh, he's uh, asking what type of people are standing their ground against the amount of evidence coming in that is against it. That's I, that's well, how I took it. Well, I guess it could be taken both ways. Yeah, that's how I took uh, his comment. But because you know, there's you know, this this does get old. I mean, you know, yeah. the, the VAERS report, and then. You know, it's it's as if they you know they will take whatever whatever piece of evidence and use it to you know really to fit their cause. And you know the various report, you know they say, well that can't be trusted. Well, it's your report. But you, but it's you, your it's, it's your report. So it's really indicative yeah, exactly. of 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 their incompetence. So I mean, right. you know, the people are having a hard enough time believing what what's going on, and then they're going to say, well that's that can't be trusted. Well. This report, what you're saying is you guys control what gets brought in there. And I can tell you if if there was some doctor committing fraud by filling this thing out wrong or falsely, I, I firmly believe that he would be he would be found out because they they have not missed too many that were filling these things out correctly. And they've shut them down. We 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 have episodes of that 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 they were firing people from their positions. They were kicking kicking them out of hospitals mm-hmm. for filling these out. So you are so you you're telling me that there's reports that just oh this 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 came through and it's not accurate. Which, I, I don't believe that. Which for a goes minute. back to something that we brought up in another podcast. I think. Um, if something was true and you knew it was true, why are you trying to, in, in some way, why are you forcing your issue? If it's truth and you can prove it, you shouldn't have to force it. People should be able to see that it's true, and there you go. Right. So the fact that you're going so, right. so hard against a narrative... You, to me, almost proves that you may not be true. Yeah, and that's and that's that's the thing, you know, because it it it's coming across as if you know there's been some sort of well, you, you, this word gets used too much conspiracy well, uh, to cover up, and I'm going to say sp- conspiracy to cover up some nefarious acts right. that. We're looking at and believing that there's some things that look in so much like it's intentional. 
Yeah, I mean, well, just listen to the talking points. Okay, we heard the newscasters, right? Unless they're coming straight from the CDC, right? Listen, right. listen to what that newscaster said in terms of their conspiracy theorists. Um, I forget how the exact wording, but when they read the response from the CDC, yeah, almost a certain sentence was verbatim, verbatim what the of, newscasters. Uh, Right. So who's who's coaching who here? Yeah. Yeah. You well, know, because if okay, because conspiracy theorists, you know, okay, their thing, everybody's going to have a different opinion. Well, if it was a true conspiracy theory, right, everybody would have the exact same talking point. Yeah, that's my opinion. Well, so that's... the fact that all these doctors and people, yes, we have the same topic we're talking about, as in we don't believe this. There's different talking points. There's different things that different people are saying. Whereas when you when you go to the other side, that's quote the truth right now, you get the exact same talking points over and over. Yeah. And to me, that's just like okay, you've been coached a little too much. Yeah, and that's you, you know yeah. And the so, sad part about it is is the structure of finding the truth has been lost because it's almost as yeah, if you've got yeah. two attorneys going to battle in a courtroom, and and they're going to to do whatever it takes to, to frame it to where their side wins. Right. They'll add or they will eliminate harmful information that's going to, you know, go against their, their cause. Right. And that should, that should have no play here. But, yeah. You know, really, but, we're, we're talking about something a little bit more important. You yeah, know, yeah. You know, we're talking about, let's just face it, we're talking about human lives here. Yeah. And I just thought about this. If you if you think about it, if you look at what's being said against the quote vaccines, the jabs, uh, and all of that, you'll see that. Um, man, I had the point there. Ah, kind of went out for a second. Um, hold on, give me just a second. We were. Um, hmm, it was something about the narrative again. Uh, well, there's been so much about. The, the- <laughs> I mean, but, I mean, but I mean, just the the way it gets talked about, and oh, I lost my train of thought. Well, the, I, I, okay, go ahead. Well, I'll, no, I'll see say, if I get my train yeah, of thought back. Well, here. you get just with just with the jabs. I mean, for, for one, you'll get a, a large number of people go. First of all, the jab. One thing they will say is, well, it might not, you know, keep you from getting the virus, but it's gonna it's gonna make it a little bit more mild. So they're going to get. And where did you get that from? Yeah. What, what study did you? Yeah, find? That, that's yeah. just brought out of thin air. Uh, yeah. Or, or they will just say, "How many lives have been saved?" I mean, do you know how many lives have been saved because of the vaccine? Well, how do you quantify that? You know, how well, do you qualify well, that? Well, no, I mean, give me a study. Yeah, show me, show yeah. me the study that yeah. proved and and. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, no, I remembered my talking point now. So going back to the quote, people that are talking. Um, against the jab and different stuff like that. Um, All those people, if you listen to their narrative, what are they basically doing? They're giving you evidence Mm -hmm. and then saying, this is why. Yeah. Go to the other side, the quote, true side, right? The Mm -hmm. non-conspiracy side. What are they doing? Oh, well, this is what it is. And well, you don't really need any data to back that up. Yeah. Yeah, it is because we said it is. Yeah. Uh, which one sounds more true? Yeah, see, that's part- if you have any kind of logic. Um, okay, who, who's who? Uh, 
who's trying to show proof and evidence and who's absolutely going oh well that doesn't matter they skirt the issue they're moving on over here that oh no no right move the goalpost over that's Come a, on. that's Come a, on. that's a perfect lead in two things all right so that's why we like the high wire so much because they back everything up with data and studies right. and so forth yeah so now this ladies and gentlemen it is we're going to play a small little clip here before we have to close out and and listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson and how he responds to what Dell is talking about and he's he Neil deGrasse Tyson has has introduced this uh, a social contract is what he's calling it. it, meaning basically we should sign this social contract to say that we will get vaccinated because it's basically, and this goes back to another episode. For the bit, common the, good. The, the greater good. The, or oh, the, the greater or, or the, good. Or the common oh, yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, same thing. Right. Uh, he, he doesn't use that terminology, uh, but that's, that's what he's getting at. Now, Dell mentioned some of the things that, that you just said. All he's right. going to mention... Okay. Some real, what we would consider real studies, real uh, 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 specialists, best of the best. And let's just listen to the response that and see how Neil deGrasse Tyson responds to this. And this is exactly what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. And and we can't really get into, uh, we'll, we'll probably have to do one more episode of this to get into the truth the way that we want to, but but just listen to this, if you will. Perfectly fine catching it. That okay. I know that immunity from infection has throughout history, in every single circumstance up mm-hmm. until this point, and it's proven to be true with the COVID vaccine, the natural, uh, overcoming natural infection makes me, my immunity last longer, is more durable, more robust, and every single, there's not a vaccine that has ever outperformed the natural immune system. I, I don't know that. I can't that, agree that, or that is the case, but you can I look into it. I, I want to bring up though another problem. We based all but of why this. Why you? Why you? I'm an astrophysicist. Why you? Because you sat. You sat for two reasons. You're mm-hmm. you're a executive producer on a documentary about mm-hmm. me, which puts you in this space. Yes. And you're sitting on podcasts and putting out tweets about the science of vaccines. Yes. So that Cons- means it was you're, consensus so, science. But but you were just but you are putting yourself forward as someone that is knowledgeable in this space. I'm putting. So, I, I, I you know. I'm Giving the people who might not otherwise have access access to the to consensus knowledge. To your perspective of the consensus knowledge. And I am simply challenging your understanding asking, how did you get that knowledge? Did you read the emergency use authorization put out by the FDA? I, what I know is contagion, right? So, so in other oh, words. But, but, all right, I'm going to pause it right there real quick. Dell asked him a point blank question. Did you read? Right. The emergency use authorization. Did you read it? No. Now, now no. He, well, did no. you hear the long pause? Yeah. Now, no. Now, let's finish. Yeah. yeah. No. I, that to me, no is loud and clear. But let's 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 see how he finishes up here. Uh, here we go. Uh, can you ask? The, can I just um, did you read the emergency use authorization yes, that the yes. FDA put? Yes, long ago, right? Was, okay. Yeah, yeah. Are you it's aware that it said we were unable to prove whether or not this stops transmission? This is it. Where it said data are limited to assess the effect of the vaccine against transmission of SARS-CoV-2 mm-hmm. from individuals who are infected despite vaccination. So this yeah, idea but, that you're saying the variant is why it, but we didn't know so why what not, variant okay, it mattered so, so, for. So at that point. You're left with some choices. You can you say, well, hold on. You can say, um, I, I will never get 
the disease at any, I'm vaccinated, okay, or, or sorry, if, if I'm not vaccinated and I can't be vaccinated for some other physiological right. reason, right. and you have COVID, I don't want my life put at risk because of you. You're allowed to make that decision. That is your choice but to make. Th- but there are people in society for whom this is the case. It, right? What is the case? The, that, the case where I can't be vaccinated because I have some pre-existing medical correct. condition. Oh, I'm that, glad you brought that, that up. That prevents it. I'm glad you brought and that so up. so now you... Right. Uh, and then you spread it to me. No, isn't no, that part no. of a... Well, but here's isn't the that point. part of a social contract? Uh, well, here's... No? I agree. Yeah. I have a problem with what the vaccine actually does. What we actually now know, do, know it does... Yeah, I'm going to jump and I want to finish. We, you know, we might go a little long here, but I want to finish this because this is, this is critical. But did you... And this is a, an astrophysicist and... It, but this guy around the world through podcasts and such carries a ton of weight, and people are are propping him up as somebody that we need to listen to. And when I'm listening to him, I'm having trouble understanding what in the heck he's trying to say. Yeah, I think you know? he, I think he's having trouble with. What I he's think trying he is to too. But I just want to point out one thing: I disagree with his, and this is the narrative of. That the side that believes in the the jabs, the whatever, and all of that. But I disagree with the fact that everybody's with because he's basically coming off as I'm scared of COVID, which yeah. COVID, by the way, is sure. not the disease. Well, it's no. well, it's not a disease it's anyway. A, in my, it's an effect it, of it the disease. It is, it is symptoms of SARS CoV 2, which by the way, mimic a cold, a flu. Yeah. So. And that's basically what it is. And and even from the beginning, the, the reason I was bringing that up is even from way back in the beginning, from frontline doctors and other people, what, we're, what they're quote calling, which is, should be SARS, what they're calling COVID, was never that bad for anybody. The most successful no. were the people over 70 years old, which they're always susceptible to cold and flu in that season anyway. Yeah. Not to say that there weren't people that died. I'm not minimizing yeah. that. But to come off as, oh, this is extremely deadly and all this crud is just nonsense because it's been put out since then that it was not that bad. Mm-hmm. And everybody's still, this guy's obviously still running around scared like, well, what if you pass it on to me? Well, if you're an older person and you're at risk, like Dell said, that is your choice. Yeah. Okay. So was- and by the way, folks, if you know you're sick, guess what? You shouldn't be hanging around people anyway, just like... Back in the day, if you had a cold or flu, you didn't really go over to your friend's house who was just fine and just say, hey, guys. That's you know, exactly right. You say, hey, I'm sick, you know, yeah. and then it's their choice. If they still want you to come over, like, well, go over. Yeah. And but, Dell's, I mean, come on. Yeah, so Dell's going to get into. The, have a little responsibility, people. That the, the, that the so-called vaccine was was sort of, uh, you know, short-circuiting the, the, the our immune system. And, of course, it's causing, you know, you to your body to be making the exactly spike protein. Right. And along with that was coming asymptomatic cases because of the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I remember what uh, David 
David, David uh, Martin. Martin was yeah. talking about about that. Like all the people that quote had symptoms didn't have the actual thing, and all the people that had the thing didn't have the symptoms. If you remember that one, so I'm I'm being yeah. kind of vague there, but yeah, I, that was an interesting uh, episode with with uh, David Martin there. Yeah, that. That I'm was, hoping that yeah, that was good. Just I just seen my yeah. screen jump, but I'm hoping I'm getting it back pretty close. So, but, All right, but Dell's going to get into to that aspect of it uh, right here. So yeah, I have a problem with what the vaccine actually does. What we actually now know, do, know it does is it masks your symptoms. It takes your symptoms away so that you don't end up in the hospital if it's going to mm-hmm. do the one thing that they promise it does. Sure. So what it actually does is it turns you into an asymptomatic carrier where you might be sick and stay home and not infect that immune suppressed child that's mm-hmm. walking around. You're walking around thinking you're perfectly fine. So the vaccine is actually more dangerous in the social contract because I am walking around with a disease I do not know I have. And I'm going to pause it. I'm going to get right back to it. But the, the reason that is, think about it. Your body is not a Petri dish. It's right. making this thing. So, you, you know, asymptomatic. Exactly. You, at any time, could bang. You know, well, your body is is making this thing. But they have they have come out with studies and go, you know, hey, this guy is – that you're you're now a carrier because – think about it. You're, you're a walking lab. Yeah, your your, right, right. your your body, which has never been done before, by the way, is making is making a virus. Right. So that's the problem there. That's, yeah. That's what Dell's getting at. Yeah, I I was just gonna say one quick thing that, like, um, the whole concept that he has of, like, well, if I can't get vaccinated, uh, and then and, and you transmit it to me. Uh, then, then I don't want to put my life at risk. Okay, well, let's qualify who you're talking about. Because if I'm that person, like I said, if I'm an older person, if I know I have that risk, then guess what? I don't go around where it's gonna. I'm going to be in closed areas with people. You know, I make sure that it's called personal responsibility. Well, well I mean, with all the colds and flus that have gone on throughout the years, did you ever once think, when you came down with a flu, well, oh my goodness, that guy over there, I think, gave it to me, and I'm going to sue him because he gave me a flu. Well, I think this guy. But would. that's where this is. Well, that's where I, this is I, going I, because I, it's I been think, trained that oh, yeah. this is so deadly. All yeah. of a sudden, people are like, yeah. oh well, if you give it to me, then then I'm you know yeah. It's like yeah, dude. Well, personal responsibility. Do yourself what you know. Well, just, we can take this all the way back to uh, what's his name Harari. Remember him? Uh, and yeah, and yeah, we are yeah. we are nothing but hackable animals. And, oh, yeah. and if you're a hackable animal, I mean, you could just kill a hackable animal, can't you? That's right. And that's the, that's the attitude you're hearing here. Is yeah. is is hey man, you know, I can't get a vaccine, and you know how dare you make me sick and ill? You know, so right. he doesn't get he doesn't get into a consequence. Right. Of what, what, what could happen. But, but here's the thing. If he did get sick and get ill, how are you going to prove who gave it to you anyway? Well, well, you can't. But he, but he, Well, then but, there you go. So do your be responsible for yourself. Well, well, it, yeah, the, the responsibility is getting into the prevention, and that's a total different uh, well, yeah. podcast. But it's but, like me getting upset with you because you didn't take your seasonal flu vaccine, well, and I came down with the flu this well, year. Well, it's your fault. So it was your fault. But it's no, it's, it's not mine. It's well, your fault. No, it's your fault because I can't get. I can't. I, I can't take any of those things. Oh, you can't. The oh, vaccine's okay. the best thing on the planet, and I can't take it because it might hurt me. 
you know, I've got a physiological, that's what he said, a physiological thing. Right, and, right. And, and there are the, people. The, like, the aluminum know. in this vaccine could, could cause, you know, me serious problems. I can't get it, but I want to still live my life. How dare you not get it? Right. You exactly. can get it and make me sick and possibly die. How right. dare you? I mean, that's the idea. Yeah. Because I chose to come over to your house. Yeah. And, and oh, no, when no, I, no. I, I walked into uh, Hagen dazs to get some ice cream and you were in there sick. Oh. How wow. dare you? How dare you? Yeah, yes. and and Dell's and Dell's now. So Dell's telling him, well, the reason that uh, you walked in there and the guy was in there that you got it from is because he he was vaccinated. Yeah, I, I'm following. <laughs> that's right, a, that's, so that's, that's, that's what Dell's saying. Yeah. So, so let's. No, I'm with you. I'm yeah, with you. Yeah, here we go. If the if the product does what they promised it does. You just turned this person into the biggest problem we were all told this was about, was asymptomatic carriers. If it does not stop infection, if it does not stop transmission, it only protects me from symptoms, I'm actually being turned into a potential killer for that immune-suppressed person that's so walking around I, out there. I, I don't know. And I've been robbed of the only signal I had I that I was infected. I don't know risk, so I huh? can't comment. I don't know the risk of you being asymptomatic and then not... or. Transmitted or not, I just don't know that risk. But you are aware that the reason we're all masking and social distancing was there was this problem, the virus, that I could be walking around the that concern. didn't know I had it. Yes. It was a concern, yes. right? Yes. And we thought the vaccine was going to, to end that, and instead it causes that even deeper. So if that was a concern, we don't know at what level. We know that was the reason for lockdowns, masks, and, and, and the vaccine and ending any, this thing. Okay, you can, we can say so much after the fact, and I'm saying at the time... You want to err, I presume, on the side of caution. Why not? Why wouldn't you do that? Uh, I'll, I'll, okay, because we had a product that when we looked at it, every animal trial of a coronavirus vaccine for nearly 15 years since the original SARS coronavirus. We product. This, I said the world. I mean, we, we is the world. Who's we? Pharmaceutical companies around the world are attempting to make oh, a product for this virus and having serious problems, animals dying because of antibody-dependent enhancement, immune enhancement, an issue that even Peter Hote has stated in front of our Congress, there's this little pesky problem with upper respiratory vaccines that sometimes the vaccine enhances the disease and helps the disease kill the, the person. So under those circumstances on my show, I said, that is a serious risk. And when I looked at the emergency use authorization, they brought up a disease enhancement and they said, we didn't really look for it in this trial. We have no idea of telling you whether or not that could happen. So right there is a perfectly good reason why I wasn't going to take it. Mm -hmm. But I want to be clear in the social contract. Can we bring up Brownstone? This is John Ioannidi's stats mm -hmm. on the actual death rate of this virus because it is what defines whether or not we're in a social contract is how dangerous is this? The Brownstone Institute put up his data. This is what we now know about this virus. Mm -hmm. Ages 60 to 69, the fatality rate was half of 1%. Mm -hmm. Below that, it starts dropping down into zeros. When mm -hmm. we look at children, 0.0003% is their risk of dying. Yet we have a much higher risk of myocarditis, pericarditis, all of these things. And so I think science is irresponsible. If it decides to get, not only allow everyone to get a product when... Okay, we're going to have to pause it right there, unfortunately. So uh, we'll have to pick this up on the back backside. Uh, sorry about uh, some of the interference that's going on here. We, we, we've got some in the studio. Uh, but anyway, uh, mm. uh, he, he gets into a little bit of the uh, consensus, uh, I guess, narrative and so forth. But um, uh, it... You you would see very clearly, and we definitely need to start the the next one right there at that place because, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this 
this particular interview was about an hour and 20 minutes long, so they cover a lot of ground. Uh, very intense. But uh, anyway, we have got to uh, sort of call it a call it a wrap here on this particular episode. Thanks for joining us, and do not miss the next episode. So we'll get on the other side of this. So uh, Ben, let's uh, let's go to uh, go to the Lord in prayer here as we close up. Your Father in heaven, Lord, we do thank you so much for this opportunity, uh, Father. There are still, believe it or not, uh, there are still people that are facing difficulties, restrictions, uh, uh, various problems because of, uh, say, misinformation or 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 poor care. Uh, maybe it's just the fact that the devil is running rampant uh, here on this planet. So we pray that those that are still suffering, whatever consequences, problems, their family members, we pray that your spirit be there with them. Continue to give those that that want to stand up and fight and get this information out. People in in, in platforms like the High Wire and Dell Big Tree, uh, we just pray that you continue to be that beacon of light, that beacon of hope, that we can lean on you hard and and to seek the wisdom that we need to carry us to the end, the end of the game. We know how it ends. But Father, there is an enemy that does not want to relinquish any of the power that he has. And we pray for your protection, your guidance, your leadership as we continue on from here. Be with each one listening. And as always, we part ways. We pray that every intent of our thought be pure. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to join us again on The Undiluted Truth. And remember, Rock Tumblers, with all of your might, continue to diligently seek truth. God bless.